Ho ho ho, you filthy pilgrims. <laughs> oh my god. The fuck was that? John Wayne's of <laughs> Is it Santa Claus now? Hell yeah he was. Oh my god. He was the bringer of death. What an intro. Well, I guess that's a good intro for Happy Holidays, everyone. It is our Christmas episode. (laughs) Happy Holidays, you mother licker. Yeah. God. You ever drink Bailey's out of a shoe? (laughs) Yeah, have one of those nights. Oh, man. This is what happens when we take too much time off. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I don't even know what we're doing right now. Well, yeah, it's pretty much a, a shit show over here. No pun intended, or pun intended. I don't know. Um, I haven't yet, but I'm yep. sure I can. Uh, had another week off. Um, Holidays, life. Yeah, I got a good va- little vacay in, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, now we're back to talk some more fishing with everybody. Just a little bit. Try and do it before the holidays. Get it in, and then we'll be back next week for sure. That's what she said. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, please excuse Cole's hiccups if he has some. Yep, been trying to get rid of those for over an hour now, so that's that's cool. Very fun. And I'm not going to waste the time to edit every single one of them. No, nope, so. don't blame it. I'm just going to try to turn away when it happens. So bear with us a little bit. Um, it is what it is. So yeah, happy holidays. This is our Christmas e- first Christmas episode, Yay, I guess. jingle um, bells. Maybe next year we'll actually have like a camera going or something and we might dress live, up live stream for christmas would be cool that would be really fun um we need a new laptop first yep that's on the list for uh 2024 mm-hmm. is to well maybe not even get a new one but this thing needs to go in and get overhauled and then we can finally have our first guest on yeah without making this thing start smoking which we do have our first guest lined up for whenever yeah basically so. just gotta let him know um so yeah, I'm not going to tell you who it is yet because that's spoiling good things to come. Good things to come. Anyway, so uh, I guess our first bit of news. Shocker MLF backpedaling yet again. Surprise, surprise. It looks like they are changing because <laughs> they took so much freaking heat. Uh, yeah, because they got so much shit about it. Um, Bass Pro Tour moves from 50 to 65 anglers for the 2025 season. <laughs> So that's up from 15 from the original amount. Um, in addition, that the winners of the Bass Pro Tour events will receive $150,000 in 2025 instead of the 100000 Where did we previously. all of a sudden find all of this money? Yep. But, yep, again, not surprised. Bass Pro Tour backpedaling after getting a bunch of shit after an announcement. Boy, to have to open up all of his... You have to actually open up the pocketbook? Yes, so. I mean, it's really, really nothing new. But Considering he shouldn't even have qualified for his own events. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But made it somehow. Yep. And other guys who actually qualified didn't. That's just weird. But yeah, I mean, it's it's similar to the whole, um, you know, five fish limit thing. They got a bunch of stuff. Or before that, they had a bunch of crap going on with the every fish weight or whatever and then they put out a poll and then people mm-hmm. complained and wanted the five fish limit on the bass pro tour events so they went to that and now they're getting rid of that and 
cutting the field down by 50%. And now because people were upset about that, now they're backpedaling yet again and adding 15 more anglers. But this is only to for 2025. So Well, and they're they're losing guys still. Yeah. So that means this year it's goes on as the original what they announced a couple months ago. Yeah. But 2025 there'll be a bump. There's a bunch of dudes that But I guarantee you by then they're going to already have pissed off so many guys that mm-hmm. left already. They're not going to want to come back. They won't. For those 15 extra spots. So I bet you those are probably going to fill up through the invitationals and stuff. Poor SOBs. Um, which is good. That gives a lot of really good fresh blood at a on a major tour, but... Just a crap organization so far. Yeah. It's unfortunate because they really did have something to stand on and they just pooed it all away. Yeah, it just didn't, didn't pan out. And I, I didn't think it would long term. It was definitely a short term deal to me. <clears throat> especially just the way for, that they had it structured. Especially from a viewer standpoint and everything. Dude, it just, it, I don't know. Viewership was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like the production end of it's just. It gets boring. It's boring. It gets really boring. That um, in seven days, man. <laughs> like bass is already hard because they got Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. where normally everybody's working when that's going for live like it makes it pretty damn difficult but it's like at least you just get you get saturday and sunday to watch basically you know the the top guys battling it out for that event mm-hmm. but it's like i don't have a whole freaking week yeah exactly to devote to trying to figure out which group is on this day which group is on this day and then like what happens after those two groups are done then we go to like this other lake over here and then we come back like over this other one and then we fish there for a little bit and then we go back over here and all of a sudden there's a winner well and the biggest thing too is about the the knockout rounds or or not even the knockout rounds like the first couple of rounds you'd get the one guy that just fucking pummels them yeah enough to where when he goes to the second round he just fucking does nothing and sits on his ass all day and just drives around. Yeah. And it's like, why do you want to watch that? Just drives around and graphs. <laughs> it's boring. Like from his standpoint, stand, uh, like his, from his point of view, it's, he's doing the right thing. Like you don't want to waste your fish or anything and you want to go find more areas and stuff. So he's playing the game, but from a viewer standpoint, it's just bad. It's boring. Commentary is not good. No, which sucks because JT Kenny is great. Yeah, but everybody else is like the driest human beings on the face of the earth. Yeah, I agree. There's just like they're oh, just monotone. Like there's nothing to them. JT tries to liven it, and then they yep. just turn around and kill it again. Yeah. Hopefully they figure it out, but I don't know. It seems like a slow, very uh, rapid decline, and mm-hmm. it probably isn't going to go back up. No. After after this year, so. Um, I think the NPFL is going to take it over for it, viewership. It has a good chance of doing so. It There's a good opportunity right now. Because their commentary is solid. With MLF struggling as much as they have and as much crap as they're getting, there's definitely a opportunity there for... Yeah, because like with NPFL, like Luke Duncan does a really good job. Fat Cat Newton does yep. a really good job. And then they get a bunch of other like actual like angling guests and stuff in there that keep it funny, like... I don't know. They keep it. They keep it live. That, mm-hmm. A lot of it's from Duncan. He's just a goofy dude in general. But I, I enjoy yep. watching their live. Mm-hmm. I have yet to do that, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing their stuff. And they're one of the few. Actually, they're the only one so far that I've actually seen uh, live scope for like every 
All three brands. Yeah, all three brands being shown on TV and on live. That's great. That's really cool. I'm really hoping Bass figured out that technology or got a hold of them and been like, hey. Because mm-hmm. this year would be sick to be able to have that for all three bl- all three brands. Yep. Be really cool because then you can see the difference too in the quality of all three of your picture. Mm-hmm. Make a big difference because all we've seen right now live is Hummingbird. Yep. So it'd be cool to see Lawrence and, and Garmin get in the mix on that. Because it's kind of a cool thing for somebody just getting into that too. Is well, it makes it fun to watch again. If you're watching all three, then you can, you can come up with your own kind of opinion. Like, oh, I kind of like the way that one looks. Yeah. Or how that one operates compared to this other one. If you've been on the fence of, do I get this one? Or do I get this one? Or do I get this one? And I think it'll be easier for the anglers too. Because they know that their screen is being shared it'll be easier for them to be able to talk through what's happening on the screen now. Mm -hmm. Like it opens up a gateway to be able to like, they can talk and teach and inform or just talk about what they're doing, what they're seeing rather than talking about it and knowing nobody's seeing the shit anyways. Yeah. Nobody can see about, yeah, nobody can see what I'm actually doing or see what's going on on the screen. So the cameraman doesn't have to be right over their shoulder. Correct. Looking at it too. Yeah. You don't got to fish with the camera on your shoulder. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's cool. Like it, it might be a path forward for the for the live future to be able to kind of combine mm-hmm. forward facing and still put out a good live product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Do you um, got anything else for the MLF thing other than no? That was it. It was just the wishy washiest yep, thing ever. It was a real short article that they came out with, just pretty much saying what i mentioned and never mind yep that was about it we retract that because now we realize we're idiots um but a cool thing for from Bassmaster uh that's coming up they're doing a seven part series called the cast um coming in january starting in january it's actually the first time i've heard it so what is it um so it is it's a seven part series documenting the untold stories and bold cast of characters who built the sport fishing industry. Oh, the old school stuff. Yeah. Sick. So introduce viewers to the visionaries, storytellers, and superstars who laid the foundation of the Bass organization. So it looks like a lot of interviews with Ray Scott, obviously, Bob Cobb, Bill Dance, Roland Martin. Johnny Morris, I'm um, sure. Yeah. Former Bass CEO, Helen Sevier, longtime tournament director, Trip Weldon, stuff like that. Trip! So, yeah, really Hell cool. Yeah. That'll be really, really cool to watch. Um, it looks like they're, it'll be, what begin, is it coming out on? Uh, FS one. Oh, okay, cool. So it says it will begin airing in January on FS one leading up to live Bassmaster elite series tournament coverage. Oh, sick on FS one and the Fox sports platforms. So it's something that you can actually, uh, DVR. Yep. So dope. That'll be really, really interesting to watch. I'm excited for that. I, d- I did not know that that was the thing. Mm hmm. So Bass partnered with Bass Pro Shops, of course, of course. to, to uh, make all this happen, but very cool. Well, it makes sense because back in the day, that was the premier sponsor of the tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, that'll be fun to That'll fun be to watch. freaking cool, man. Oops. Yeah, that'll be way cool. Get a little bit more of the untold stories of the uh, origination of Bass. Really excited about that. That'll be neat get to geek out very smart of them to do that before um we're leading up to the Bassmaster elite series tournament coverage too yeah it'll give more people reason to watch tune in 
get amped up before. Oh, dude, seeing all the old, yeah. It's like the dude that we follow on Instagram. Yeah, that posts all the old That posts all the old clips. videos. Dude, yeah. that's so cool. Because mm-hmm. there's I, so many of those I forgot about. Yeah. Too. Just great moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that guy throws me down memory lane periodically, and I'm just like, oh, I remember watching that. Mm-hmm. That was freaking sweet. Yeah, so then I don't know. Is it, This might be a short podcast episode, <laughs> actually, because there's not a whole lot going on. We've got three tournament recaps. Mm-hmm. Um, no upcoming coming tournaments, obviously, because Christmas this weekend. So um, there might there definitely be some next week that we'll go over. Yes, for the weekend after that. Um, but as for this weekend, nothing's coming up other than everybody uh, hopefully get um, a bunch of nice fishing gear and whatnot for Christmas. I know I'm fishing next week. Yep. At L- least two days. Yeah. Probably going to go solo. And then I'll tag along for one probably. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. Got yep, yep, yep. Got an egg to go crack that we haven't been on since February. So. Yeah, we'll be fine. I know we will. Easy, easy peasy. Let's just get out there, see condition of things. Mm-hmm. That's just the key. get an idea. Already pretty much know what we're going to do. But yeah, me too. Um, so, do you have anything else, or do we want to get into the recaps, or what? Um, no, I, I really don't have really don't have a whole lot. Do just want to apologize for uh, being very inconsistent the last few weeks. Life's been pretty nuts trying to get a lot of things sorted out. Yep, life happens. It's all good. So. Hopefully you guys understand. Yeah. We're people too. We'll try to get back on a, a routine again. Yeah, we will. For sure. We had some life things happen that kind of jostled that. So we'll get we'll get it back going again. Yep. Okay. As for that, we have our first tournament recap. Um, Let's Talk Fishing and ABA. We're out at Roosevelt. December 9th. On December 9th. So let's see what occurred. Wait said I still don't understand how happened. I'm still really salty about our Roosevelt tournament, by the way. Yep, me too. Both of them. Yeah. Like, I don't know what we did to that lake that just has done us so dirty this year. But, uh, looks like 1571. So 15 pounds is the biggest bag. Once again, I don't think... Oh, no, there was one four-pounder. But still, like, nothing over four. Weird. Whole crap ton of threes. Um, <clears throat> now, that's a team up top I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning it was Danny Uptain and Jarrett Coleman uh, with five fish for 1571 with a 396 big. Second place, getting very... Used to seeing these guys uh, at the top of leaderboards. Keith Knutson and Ken Knutson, uh, five fish for 15.12 with a 3.84 big. Looks like very close bags, very close big fish, too. Yep. Um, third place, Mike Crothers, Nathan Foreman, five fish for 14.61. 81, I think. 81? No. Nope, that's no, 61. that's 61. Yep. With 342 big. Sorry, we're both like squinting at the screen. 
Uh, fourth place was Chris Kohler, <clears throat> Chris Kohler, and Gary Volpe. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, we can go with that. Yep. Uh, thirteen fifty one. They had big fish of the tournament. Uh, four point four seven. Fifth place, Philip Dulio and Randy Maddox. Yeah, you can read. Uh, five fish, thirteen point two four with a two eighty six big. That's a pretty consistent bag right there. Uh, fifth place. Oh, did we have a tie? We did have a tie. Yep, sure did. Tie for fifth. Joe Wheeler and Der- Derek Amerson. Uh, 1324 also with 320 big. Wait, how did they, how did they not get? That doesn't make sense. They should have been fifth. They should have been straight away fifth. Yeah. Joe Wheeler and Derek Emerson should have got fifth. Philip DeJulio and Randy Maddox should have got sixth. Yeah. Based off the big fish tiebreaker, I believe. Should have been a big fish tiebreaker. I think that's what Tracy does, right? I'm pretty sure. They missed out on like an extra 30 bucks. Yeah. That's gas money, bro. That is gas money. That's a gas. That's a tank. That is. Or almost a tank. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, seventh place, Seth Fermanick and Robert Kettner. Uh, 12.97 with a 301 big. Eighth place, Adam Glasscock and Atreyu Glasscock. Uh, that's a cool name. Is that really his name? Yeah. It's a great band. Great band. Atreyu is great. Yeah. Uh, 1198 was their weight with a 348 big. Ninth was Robert Mayer and Richard Witt. Uh, 11.69 with a 320 big. And 10th place was Casey Chamberlain and Trenton Kuhn. Uh, with 11. Klein. S- Klein. That's Klein? I think it's Klein. That totally looks like a U. Trenton Klein. That looks like C U N E. I'm pretty sure that's Klein. Okay. I don't know. I can't read, so. Are we? I don't know. Whatever. Casey Chamberlain and Trenton. Because I can't read. I can't read that. It's like all blurred together. Uh, 1168, so 0.01 off of 9th place. That's close. With a 396 big. That was your top 10. Looks like, what, double digits went all the way down to 20th place with the 10.02 down there. Yep, you had another tie in 12th. Hey, Lyle, 20th. Lyle Dalby and Todd Graffa. Nice. 10.02, 20th. Good job, Lyle. Um, I mean, just consistent. A bunch of 11s, quite a few 10s. No 9s, though. Goes from 10 no, to yeah. 8. So there's an 8.92 in there, but. Still. And then very short amount of eights. And seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. <laughs> yeah. So. Weights fell off pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was pretty solid for the top top 20. Then yeah, it just really just died out. Uh, nerd facts. So you had 49 teams that fished uh, for a total fish weight of 172 pounds. Total fish released, 172. Oh, sorry. Total fish weighed, 172. Good Lord. Total fish released, 172. That's 100%. Total fish weight was 382.19. I would assume in eight hours fish, average weight per fish was 2.22. Average number of fish per team was 3.51, so only like half a bag worth. Average weight per team was 7.64, so it definitely did fall off. Yeah, heavily. Yeah, that's average fish weight. Still good though. 
Yeah, average fish weight was still good, but weights definitely fell. Yep. Overall. All right, this is going to be a quick one. Yeah. Unfortunately, too. I yeah, figured there you know, was going to be. I'm, I'm going to make a legit effort to fish these next year. Okay. Obviously, we're still going to be doing the team thing, but uh, Southwest Custom Tackle had the... Cash and Solo. <clears throat> thank you. The Cash and Solo uh, series out at Apache Lake for their sixth and final one of the year. Maybe that was why it was the final one. So it was only the guys probably that were in the points. Mm-hmm. So other guys just dipped because there was only four guys that showed up for Apache. Yeah. I don't care. It's in December. I feel like there'd be more. Um, but first place didn't even have a limit, but still won. Uh, Brenton Nagelhout. Uh, four fish, four alive for 8.27 with a 232 big. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, second place was Sean Hilton. Uh, five fish for 770 with a 198 big. And third place, Kyle Sipe. Uh, he had one fish for 169. And fourth place, Joshua Fink. Uh, just did not weigh, I would assume. Or didn't catch any. I don't know. But that's a, that's a goose egg. Uh, but total participants, four. Total fish weight, uh, 17.66. Total fish weighed, 10. Fish released, 10. So that's good. In eight hours. Average fish weight was 1.77. Average fish uh, per participant, uh, 2.50. Average fish weight was 3.53. I really want to, yeah. I really do want to try the, the solo series next year, too. I think that'd be an absolute blast. Go for it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. Moving the mic a little bit. Taking a monitor out in the process. Bumping into stuff. All right. And then for our third and final recap of the day. Dun, dun, dun. Bass Junkies, event number two at Bartlett on the 16th. Um, looks like a good derb out there again. Bartlett's been solid this year. So. It's getting better. Your top ten. They only have last names on here, so that's how I'm going to read them. Uh, Hubler and Uribe, first place. Big Fish of 327 with a total weight of 1201. Um, second place was the team of Edgar, Edgar and Edgar, the 263 big, they weighed 1171. Third place, the Knutsons, shocker, they've <laughs> been on an absolute tear lately. They're just um, cashing checks, bouncing to the next one, man. Yeah, no big fish, but weighed 1114. Um, Elias and Rivolo, big fish of 240 for 1101 for fourth. Fifth place, Napoleon and Johnson, no big fish for 1094. Sixth place, Holwerda and Coppinger, 222 was their big fish, and they weighed 1081. Seventh place, Benucci and Perino, total weight 1070 with a big fish of 306. Eighth place, Santana and Geither, 342 big fish, they weighed in 1044. Griffith and Griffith placed ninth with a 307 big, weighed in 985. And they tied, well, they broke the tie. Uh, tenth place, Ket- Kettner and Dawson. No big fish weighed, but also weighed in 985. So the Griffiths won the tiebreaker there because of the big fish. And that's your top 10. And as Bartlett goes, bunch of nines. 
bunch of nines real big close. fish of the tournament was 17th place it was darling and halsey yep uh 386 so there we go marty almost a four yonder nice um yeah which marty i doubt you actually listen to this but if you do on an off chance uh i need to talk to you about a uh i need to talk to you about that skeeter you got bud <laughs> i'm sure we'll see him out there i know i'm just if you hear this i got questions but yeah the rest of the field a bunch of eights bunch of sevens close six five fours three they did drop off pretty quick so like even for bartlett that dropped off pretty quick it doesn't say how many fish they caught either man they got a bag for first holy shit yeah three grand plus is that two plus these yes holy smokes because they went in all all the options so that's almost like 35 yeah 3700 yeah sheesh yeah buddy no payout solid all right yeah for a bartlett derb that's payout for junkies have always been solid i mean look 538 just for big fish yeah that's true mm-hmm. yeah could you imagine wiping the floor with everything all options big fish I think I saw in the post that first if you place. won first place for everything, it was like 4300 bucks or something like that. That's solid. Because I think the 215 up, up there was a uh, third place big. Oh, so it was 538 yeah. for first place big, 322 for second place, and then 215 still for third place. Third place yeah. big fish. That's solid for. Yeah. Then, yeah, I would assume whatever other options that he has. Yeah, that's yeah. a. Good chunk of change going into the holiday. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> There's not a whole lot unless you've got any other thoughts or... Not a whole lot. Are you going to read that? I think you should. Oh, for upcoming tournaments? Yeah. Uh, hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap, tan- tap danced with Danny fucking K. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I figured you wrote it down so mm-hmm. you might want to recite it at least, you know. Any worse... How could any of this possibly get any worse? Look around you, Ellen. We're at the thresholds of hell. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Such a good movie. So it seemed like uh, we had quite a few people agree with us. I still got to actually, neither of us freaking followed through with this and actually put the damn post out um, for the poll. Oh, for, for the last the, episode. The open. Yeah, for yeah. whether nation or either nation needs to go to a share weight format or one bass needs to go away from share share format now yep they need to be the same what's uh what's the thoughts on that still i did have a few people uh message me directly and we're definitely on board and felt like this takes the legs right out from underneath nation yep i agree no, it, it needs, if they're merging in any way, which they are, they need to be exactly the same. Yeah. They need to have the same tournament format. Mm-hmm. It's just. Got to play by the same rules. It makes sense. It's only fair. Yeah. Because you've got a bunch of guys that have worked their asses off. To do it themselves and not get help. Exactly. Because now there's no way in one bass that you're not going to get help. And I feel like nobody thought of that. Somehow. Yeah. Nobody thought of that. Or if they did, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. Which in turn means that they just didn't care about the guys in nation. Yeah, it's it's a interesting interesting scenario. 
But I they, think it's got a good upside to it if mm-hmm. it's done correctly. Absolutely. Yeah, if it was the same for both circuits, that's awesome. It just opens more doors. Yeah. That's great. But you still have to individually perform and... Correct. We're in a shared weight format. You technically don't have to. No, which there's a time and place for, you know, if you, like the the team weight format's cool, but have your own separate circuit for it. Either that or do share format for Nation. Right. Where Coz and Boater work together. And then you might, like I said before, you might get more guys that actually show up for that. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to get the treatment that I know so many co-anglers get, which is just straight backseated because yep. the boater's looking out for him and he kind of has to, which sucks because it puts him in a kind of a shitty spot, really. Yep. Because it's going to make him look like a dick, even though he's just trying to catch his own fish and do well himself enough it's hard to look out for your co too in that yep yeah it just it puts you in a really bad spot because like if you're doing something that's like you got a it's a boat positioning deal like you're gonna get so many lanes at things like then the co is gonna be sitting back there like man this fucking guy just threw me in the yeah middle of nowhere the whole day like or had me pressed up against toolies like mm-hmm. there's nothing i could really do like i caught two fish like flipping a cinco around randomly mm-hmm. but for the boater it's like dude that's the only option i had that's the only bite i had like that's the only pattern i had yep so i don't know if you're both working together then it's like okay well he might bring you up front and be like okay well i'm gonna hit this lane you hit this lane <clears throat> you might be able to work together more right Yes, which makes it more fun. And you get to learn more as yes. a co. And uh, that's why oh, yeah. most guys do co is to learn. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know how many dudes I had over the years that it was their first damn tournament was getting in my boat on a day. Mm-hmm. I know first one, now he, him and his wife are a freaking stick running around all over the place now, but Josh Palma. Yeah. Yep. His first ever tournament was in Nation with me, and he was my co. Mm-hmm. He still talks about it to the day. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yes. He's an awesome dude. But it's like, I've, I've had a few guys over the years, but now it's like I see them, and they got their own boats. They're doing their own thing. Like, it's cool to see the growth there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Nation is massively, or just the state, but Nation is the entity we're talking about is missing out on a huge opportunity opportunity and market there. Yep. Or they're, they're going about it. They're going about it the right way, but there's some things that could definitely make it better. That con- they contradict each other in a lot of ways. I got to figure out who the president is now for Bass Nation for AZ. <clears throat> it's changed again, I think. I got to look into that. I can hit him up. Like, hey, you got it. I know you guys got contacts to bass. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the dealio? I mean, who knows? They might have already <clears throat> already tried to say something. Maybe, but I mean, I could always just you know DM Ronnie Moore and let him run it down. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I still laugh when uh, they misprinted. What was it? The the classic? Yeah, the dates. Yeah, the dates mm-hmm. and the classic. And I shot him a instant message. <laughs> yep. Corrected it right that second. That was mm-hmm. actually hilarious. Watched him look at his phone. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm sure they already knew that, but I didn't know, like, 
how fast they found that out. But yeah. You I was like, know. Ronnie, it's not it, bud. Because they had the previous year's date still on there, I think it mm-hmm. was. Yeah. That was actually hilarious. All and right. to answer your question, no, I really don't have anything. Yeah, me either. Anything else? Just kind ready. of a slow week. A little bit of a catch-up we had to do here. Ready for the holidays. Yeah, I'm ready. Eat well. Eat well. Spend some time with some family. Mm-hmm. Get some fishing in next week. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. No work. <laughs> How are we going to forget about that? Yeah. Got 11 days off, and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with them. For you. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Not for me. 11 days. I still have to work. Yeah, you poor SOB. I'll think about you. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep flooding your Instagram reels. I have no doubt about that. I got you there. Yep. That's what I'm good for. I barely have time to look at my <clears throat> my own reels because I'm catching up with yours. Yeah, you don't need to watch your own. I got you. Yeah. I can cut all cut all the BS. You just get the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. A lot of the ones that you do send are ones that I already saw on my, my feed. Well, that's rude. <laughs> I'm sure our algorithm is very similar. Yeah. All right. Everybody have a good holiday. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. Yep. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. All that good stuff. Don't drink and drive. Watch for ice. Which is why I say happy holidays. Yes. All inclusive. Ooh. Very PC over here. Mm Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Yep. Good for you, bud. Uh... Yeah, don't drink and drive. Be safe. Yep. Enjoy the time with family. Uh, Safe travels if you're traveling anywhere. If you are traveling anywhere, good time to catch up on the previous episodes of the podcast. Yeah, last one was pretty solid. We've had a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you can get caught up on all your news and all that good stuff. So. Definitely take a listen. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week for sure. Yes. I'll be back. Yes. Um, Can confirm. Yep. Then we'll get you ready for that upcoming weekend. There, we know we have a couple tournaments coming up. Ours included. Mm-hmm. So. Do a little little pre-dive. Yep. Then go over our fishing days a little bit if we get out there before the podcast. Probably won't. I will. You will. Yeah. <clears throat> Not me. But I'll be out there Wednesday. So if anybody's out there, holla at your boy. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Later, y'all. See you guys.